Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Super Review Show, where we're Go doing on, our, tonight's mixed bag. Mixed bag tonight. We're doing our mixed bag show, ranking the Star Wars films. That's right, everyone. We're going to be ranking the Star Wars films from episodes one to nine, plus the anthology films. We're and doing we are it. Gonna be we're doing it live tonight, baby. It's going to be great. So let me just, I'm for it. My name is Jay Manoff. This is Bill Murphy. He's joining us as always. Hey, guys. Bill, I'm here. JT hasn't gotten sick of me yet. No, it's only been like 13 episodes, and we're like, what the heck? So, And he doesn't want to kill me yet. That's a good thing. No, I'm. you're fine, Bill. No worries. But tonight's episode, as I said, we're going to be talking about the ranking the star wars films and we are including we are including han the solo film and we are including the um uh movie rogue one into our rank and we are i'm curious upload it to youtube we will see how that goes let's see how it rolls bill why don't you take it away for a second as i just get all set up here yeah so today we're ranking uh, so are you all basically 11 star wars movies well okay that is true yep. episodic ones and then the two and anthology series like this is this is one of if not the most iconic franchise in movie history of course so we're gonna be we're ready so, dude so we're going to be really, so we're really digging deep today. We're going deep, and we're going to, we're going to, I already know my number 11, just letting you know. <laughs> oh, I already know mine. Is it probably the same thing? Your number, oh, your number nine. Uh, I don't know, actually. We'll see. Um, Bill, so why don't you start us off first with what you rank as your number 11. Where, 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 where do you rank the Star Wars films as they stand right now. So why don't you start, you you go, listen, today we're gonna go like this. We're basically gonna list his 11 and then I'm gonna list my 11 and then we'll, that'll be pretty much be it. So I didn't okay. even think of my list. Do you wanna just go like back and forth or? Well, let's go back and forth, that's better then. Yeah, okay. So my number 11 is episode two, Attack of the Clones. Oh, that's my bottom of the list too, dude. Oh my God! Did we just swipe right again? Stop it! <laughs> Maybe we did. For those of you who that was a joke we made back when we were doing um back when we did what was it the Marvel I think I think so yes because we were getting some of the same movie in the top five but anyway it's just not that interesting that movie it's really not it's it's really not a the movie itself here, let me pull it up for you guys right here. Uh, the movie Attack of the Clones. You said Attack of the Clones, right? Yep. Okay, Attack of the Clones. Me and Bill are going to rank the same, maybe the same list here, so I don't know yet. We might be swiping right. This movie sucks. <laughs> this movie is a disgrace to everyone on the earth. No question about it. Oh, so, absolutely. I think, I really do think that this movie is just awful, despite it being a Star Wars movie. And we talked about this movie, we were talking about the Star Wars announcements that came out. Like, and, and also, this was, and I've said this again, 
this was the only Star Wars movie that the late great Roger Ebert actually gave a negative review to. Not surprised. <laughs> so what does that tell you? That tells you how bad it is. Sorry. Because Star Wars Episode Two, it's just boring, quoting Doug Walker. It's not fun to watch. It's not fun to listen to. It's just... It's just not like... People have to understand, like, this, this, uh, yes, people my age and you, Bill's age, grew up on these Star Wars films, but they're not good. I'm telling you the straight up truth. It is, they are not good. And look, the budget was $100 million. It made almost, it made $650 million worldwide. That's crazy. Hey. And this was before Star Wars was owned by Disney. <laughs> That's true. We'll that was before a bit. Star Wars was owned by Disney. So they were still making the money. I know. We'll get that in a minute. But it, it's just not a good movie. You have, you know, you have Anakin falling in love, but it's just, you know, it's not that. It It's just. I like sand. Sand. That's the it, worst one. They might as well just call this sand the movie. <laughs> Star sand or sand wars. <laughs> that sounds pretty well, good. Oh, welcome to this documentary about sand. <laughs> <All right. laughs> it really is. If you think it, really is a documentary about sand. You're absolutely right. They're just in the desert the whole time. <laughs> oh my god, that would be so. That, that someone out there make a meme. Sand. Sand. Nothing but sand. Okay. So anyway, um. Anyways, I this is your number. This is your number uh, eleven. Yep. And actually, it's funny. You know what, Bill? I'm going to go with, uh, go along with you on this. We swiped right. This is my number 11, too. I hate this movie. <laughs> we swiped right. Oh, my God. This is so funny. So when are we getting pizza, JT? Oh, God damn it. Why the hell do I have to open my mouth? <laughs> um, look, so I know, Bill, we both kind of went off on this movie just now about how bad it is. Yeah. Um, where did, So let's see. So if our number 11 is number Episode two, what is your, what's your number, um, what is your number, uh, uh, 10 film? My number 10 is? Where it ranks out of these. Phantom Menace. Did we swipe right again? We swiped! (laughs) Did we swipe right again? We actually did, yes. I hate this movie too. Well, here's the thing with Phantom Menace. It's bad, but it's bad in kind of an enjoyable way. Yeah. Hold but on. you know what? I think what a lot of people hate about this so is bad. a lot of people were in a state of denial when this movie came out. Oh, of course. Because I think, you know how much hype this movie had? Because this was the first Star Wars movie in, okay, can you pull up the Wikipedia page again, please? Sorry, Bill. Damn, you had one job. One job. I had one job, everyone. Sorry, our chat board isn't working. Sorry about that. Go ahead. But chat board's not working, or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I fix it really quick? Yeah, sure. Okay, but, go ahead. Keep talking. But what I was saying is, this was the first. What should I call? This was the first Star Wars movie in. I'll pull it up myself. Um, yeah, go ahead. This was the first. Star Wars movie, and I think like what 15 years, I think 15 16 years. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's the Return of the Jedi, yeah. So I think people were just like, okay, Return of the Jedi came out in 1983, I think. 83, that's correct. And this came out in 99. Yeah, that's correct. And everybody was... They were just super stoked about it. Yeah. They I mean, really... uh... Hey! Uh. Asm of Earth is here. What's up, Asm? Asm, how you doing, bud? Hopefully you're doing all right. So anyways, I, I just want to chime in for a second. You said you sw- So you said something interesting, Bill. About uh you said something so interesting to me. Um that reminded me of something I used to I used to watch online. Uh, Collider Movie Talk. I don't know if you know about them or not, but they, they were a great, they were so great on YouTube. They were the best Yeah. at what they did. But here's the thing. Someone, I'm not kidding you when I say this, the host of that show before he left, I'm, I'm going to leave him unnamed for now. Yeah. He saw The Phantom Menace in theaters 19 times. And he convinced himself to like it. Really? Yes. He convinced himself to like it. But you know, it's, um, you know, no, that's actually a thing. It's called, and this has actually been called a phenomenon. It's called phantom medicine. <laughs> like people try to convince themselves it's a good movie. Oh, no, of course. People, people will swear up down, right? It's a good movie. Then the one thing that, the only thing that pops up in my head about this movie is this. Ready? ready? Brace yourself, everyone. I'm not going to try and imitate Jake Lloyd, but here we go. Yippee! <laughs> God damn it! Like, what the hell? Like, yeah. literally, this movie is so overrated for the people who like it, and it's such a steaming pile of crap. Despite it making literally a billion dollars, you know why? Because again, people are trying to convince themselves, "Hey, this is a good movie. This is a good movie." It came off of Return of the Jedi. That's why it made so much money. So I don't know. But, but here's another thing, though, with Star Wars. Yeah, what's up? Um, George Lucas literally wrote scenes. On set. R- yeah, really wrote scenes on, on the way to work. And there was just too many yes, man. Um, yeah, by the way, before I go on, um, our very dear friend Matt Hemsley is joining us. Today he goes. He doesn't have an opinion on Star Wars, but I think Phantom Menace is probably the worst. Hey, buddy, we're glad you're here, though. We're just glad you're here. But, but that's the thing. Um, and like I said, what we were saying about Roger Ebert with Attack of the Clones, he tried to give a good review to Phantom Menace. Roger Ebert did because I think so many people were, again, they they just like. They viewed this as basically their childhood. Yeah. They viewed this as basically their childhood. Yeah. And now they feel like they're, you know, they feel like they're they're losing it. Yeah. Uh, This is actually very good. The best part of the movie is Darth Maul. We have to both agree on that. Yeah, but we all know the thing that really pissed people off. What? The mini chlorians. Oh, God, stop. Don't even even bring it up. Because remember how it was in a blood test? Like, oh, did that piss people off? Because remember, in the original, it was, 
the force surrounds us. It penetrates us. Yeah. So I mean, absolutely. I actually thought this was I honest to God thought this was not the worst again that title goes to Attack of the Clones, but Yeah. But it is enjoyably bad. And plus, do we need to talk about Misa Jaja Beaks? No. <laughs> like <laughs> but you know it's what? I kinda so feel bad. bad for the guy who played um who played George R. Binks though. I think he the had a lot hate. of hate mail. He probably did get a lot of hate mail, to be honest. No, no, like it got to the point where he thought about um thought about just taking it. About doing that. something to himself that I can't say at the threat of demonetization. No, of course, I gotcha. I understand what you're saying. But um yeah, he got real he got a lot of hate mail for that. But um and also, you know, you got the racial stereotypes. You got Jar Jar Bings, which I think is supposed to represent African Americans, and then you got the um I know, it's pretty bad. The whatchamacallit, the, the the creatures with the but I forgot their names. They're the one when Liam Neeson is like, You will accept you will accept credit going, no, cash. Mm-hmm. And he goes, You will accept credit. He goes, You think you're your Jedi mind tricks work on me? Oh, my God. It, it, do, do you know what I'm talking about, or am I sounding crazy? No, no, you're not crazy. You're absolutely right. This is... Uh, God. No, no. Do you know who I'm talking about, though? Or Yeah, I don't care if you're talking about, yeah. I think, yeah, it was... Yeah, but um, but I think that's what happened. I think people finally figured out the Emperor really has no clothes. Yeah. And I think that was the problem with this film, is... And I think people just got so hyped about it. It's now. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I think it the, is kind of enjoyable to watch, though. The pod race is great. Yeah, that's the best part of it. And Darth Maul, like the two most redeemable parts. And my good friend Justin, he used to have a podcast for a movie. He used to do a uh-huh. podcast for school, and um, about movies. And they did a commentary on the Phantom Menace, and they played a drinking game with it. Uh huh. And also the political debates, you know, because that's what kids want to watch. Of course, yeah, right. It's so stupid. Yeah, but you know what? It's just, and I think Lucas is. I think Lucas. I think the fame just got a little bit to George Lucas's head. Oh, I created Star Wars. I can do whatever I want. So that's why I say that's number 10. Uh, No, number, yeah, number 10. Yes. Sorry. I was like, wait, what the heck? All right. Our number, I want to, you want to go next or I want me to go next? Why don't you go to number nine to see if we change it up? Let's see if I, if we swipe right or left this time. We're going to swipe left, my guy. Okay. So what's your number nine? Wait, no. Wait, I'm curious to see what you have to say now. All right, my number nine is actually episode eight. Yeah, we swipe for this one. We swipe last? <laughs> we swipe last. Oh, boy. It's, I mean, look, okay. episode, eight, episode eight is one of these films that was so hyped and so... Like coming off of the Force Awakens, 
We did not need to see Yoda. We did not. There were so many things we did not need to do, and we did it anyways in Star Wars. I'm like, why are we doing this? <laughs> you know? Like, to me, it was just question. It was a lot of questionable stuff. Like, why would we? I don't know. Like, it just, a lot of things didn't make sense after they set up The Force Awakens so well. J.J. did a great job. And I have nothing against Ryan Johnson, the director and writer of the film, but, like, we did not need to see Yoda. We did not need to see so much. Like, killing Snoke at the end of the film. Spoiler for the two for the two people who haven't seen it. Come on. Like, the stuff with Ray and Luke is pretty cool. But... Other than that, not so much. I mean, it's it's it's, it's it kind of is a weak film to me. I saw it on TV the other night, and I was like, "This is like the whole gambling scene." I was like, "What the hell?" Like we we it's really I feel like we meshed like episode four and five and made it the Last Jedi. Anyways, Bill, do you have any comments for the Last Jedi yeah, before we go I'm, to yours? I'm kind of quiet on this one because I'm gonna because uh, I I want to save my thoughts for when I get to this. Um, okay. But yeah, no, I kind of agree with all of you just said. Like we did not need to see certain things. It was just ridiculous. You know? Absolutely. I, I hope that people watching this understand how how like really, really like it just so many things, so many misdirections, it didn't make sense. So that's me. Okay. Can I move on to my number nine? What's your number nine, my friend? Here's your choices. So long. Really? Okay. I just thought it was boring. I thought it was forgettable. Uh-huh. As I just thought it was really forgettable. What was that? Asm of Earth might change your what mind. Was that, JJ? Asm of Earth might change your mind. Just saying. Okay, Asm. Let's hear what you have to tell me. <laughs> but like, go, okay, really? he hasn't said anything yet. Okay, you said it was boring, right? I just... I just thought it was forgettable, but you know, I did like Lando Calrissian. I did like yeah. when he met Chewbacca. Did we really need to see his his old girlfriend and all that? Did we really need to see all that? No. Also, can I just say something too? This film, it was considered to be the first Star Wars box office bomb, only making really four hundred million dollars. Isn't that crazy? How many more million dollars? It it the budget was two seventy five million, and it made four hundred million. So that's that's depressing. That really, that really that, is. That actually is depressing. I I hate to be that guy, but like that's. That's really not good. I mean, let's be completely honest. Like, as, as you got your buddy in the chat board, my friend. Asm's chat. Oh All right, what do you have way. to say to me? Okay, he you didn't put anything about the you know. Oh, he didn't. Okay, sorry. My bad. I decided which. Okay, that was about something else. But yeah, yeah that's my know. thoughts on solo, and that's why it's my number nine. All okay. right. JJ, what's your number eight? I take back what I said. I haven't seen this movie, so I can't comment on it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to move move my I'm going to move go from eleven to ten. So I'm going to say number my number my number ten is Attack of the Clones. Number two, number uh, nine is uh, what did I say? Phantom Mass, and then 
and a menace. There. So this is my number eight because I I didn't come up with, I didn't see Solo, so I'm not going to comment on it. Um, I'm not going to say anything about, and I'm not going to say much about it. But if you in the chat board, whoever's watching, wants to just feel free to chat and tell me why I should watch it. Go ahead. Um, anyways, I digress. Let's go. So I said, I said one, I said two, one, eight. Let's go from there. Yeah. So what's your, so what's your number seven? My number seven, is that right? No. Yeah, Yeah. 10, 8, 10, 9, 8, 7. My number seven is actually going to be The Rise of Skywalker. Really? Yeah, it it was not great. I'm sitting, I remember so clearly sitting in the theater in 2019. Is that right? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sitting in the theater like, what is going on? Like, first off, the Emperor's back. Spoilers for the people who haven't seen this $1.1 billion grossing film. Spoilers. But the Emperor's still out there. I thought he died in Return of the Jedi. Well, in the anthology film, like, cut to the chase. He died. Like, the fact that we got... He He is gone. He has ceased to be. He has expired and gone to meet his maker. He's a stiff breath of life. He rested peace. He's pushing up. If he wasn't floating in the space, he'd be pushing up the daisies. He has run down the curtain and joined the choir invisible. This is an ex-emperor. Anyone who knows that reference, we are now best friends. There's some days I really question what we do here, but that's okay. <laughs> Why do you question what we do here? <laughs> For that reason. Anyways. Anyone can guess that reference. We are now best buddies. <laughs> Uh, Star Wars Episode Nine. It was just a disappointment. Like, and I gotta tell you this funny story. I told about talking about this on, a, on my thoughts on video. About, I thought I talked about this on a, my thoughts on video with. Um, uh, I was talking about this about the future of Star Wars, and I was saying that I was, I was saying to the, the camera basically, I said how my cousin. I'm gonna say this live on YouTube. I don't care, Ian. You hear me. My cousin goes to a California university. He's in the theater program, and Mark Hamill paid his class a visit. So when Mark Hamill paid his class a visit, this is after Rise of Skywalker came out, too. Rise of Skywalker had already been out, and, he's, and Mark Hamill himself said, we kind of botched that one. Like, can you imagine, first off, can you imagine Mark Hamill coming into your class at college? By the way, guys, our last Star Wars from Sucked. You know, that must be hysterical, but at the same time, you're like, well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, he's probably not going to want anything to do with Star Wars anymore. He's too busy playing with Patrick Stewart. <laughs> and it's a Monty Python reference. Oh, the, the one I... Yes, Matt. <laughs> Good job. Yes, Matt. Uh, so, look, this, honestly, and Baby Williams making a return, like... There was a little bit of things in this. Also, with a budget of seven hundred. Oh my god! With a budget of two hundred seventy-five million dollars, it's one of the most expensive films ever made, and yet it made a billion dollars. <laughs> okay. Hey, you know what? I just thought of something. Um, since you're, you since I'm a little behind you, I just did my number eight. I mean, my number nine, and since you. Or on number seven? Do you think maybe I can do my number eight and number seven so we can catch up? Sure, bro. Why not? Let's swipe right again. <laughs> okay. My number eight is Rise of Skywalker. 
Okay. I just not Rise of Skywalker. I'm sorry. Um, Whoops. Last Jedi. Last Jedi. Oh boy. My number eight is Last Jedi. I just like there were some things I liked about it, but you were right about Yoda. Did we really need to see him? And no, he came out of nowhere. And it's just like the whole thing because you know what we saw at the end of Force Awakens, which I'll get to when we get when we get to that. But it's yeah. just. And it's just, you just turn Luke Skywalker into a curmudgeon when he's like, no, I came here to die. Yeah. And then Chewie, Chewie, what are you doing here? And, and then, do, 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 Super Leia. That was so stupid. There's a lot of stupidity in this That one. was so dumb. Rest in peace, Carrie Fisher, but that was so stupid. Dumb. R.I.P. to Carrie. <laughs> but, oh my God, I just did. I, but you know there was something I did like uh, when they called Finn, "You're scum." Yeah. Rebel scum. Ugh. That also, I absolutely love. Ryan Johnson wrote this on his own. Oh, oh, oh by himself too. So I'm tired. Nah, uh, damn. Right, but don't worry. Ryan Johnson then redeemed himself with Knives Out. So, congratulations, Ryan Johnson. You're no longer on the shit list. <laughs> um, no, by the way, Knives Out is a really good movie. Please go watch it. Um, okay. Oh, uh, oh hold on. Um, Asm is commenting on my opinion of Solo. Solo, while not a movie that was needed, is still a fun movie. Fight scenes were enjoyable. The humor fit most of the time compared to the sequels, and the score was great. Okay, okay, Asm, you're entitled to your opinion. This is America. You can agree if you want. We could disagree. Um, okay, my number, okay, my number seven is Rise of Skywalker. Like, okay. Most of the movie, like you said, why did the Emperor need to come back? He was dead. And the whole thing, spoiler alert for all of you who didn't see The Rise of Skywalker. For the two of you who didn't. Why did... Why did they have to make the Emperor... What's her face? Why do they have to make her... Why do they have to make the Emperor raise grandfather? I don't know, dude. That was so dumb. Something I'll give credit on this is I think it kind of ended well. Like, when she's back on Tatooine. Oh, yeah, it came full circle. Yeah, everything came full circle. What's your name? Ray. Ray what? Skywalker. Oh, yeah. Uh, as of with Emperor came back. The Emperor came back because Ran killed Snoke in the last movie. I mean, but like, why though? We don't need. Let's move forward. <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's move forward. And no, this is the end of the Skywalker saga. I was. The ending was very good. Like when they're on Tatooine, the, the ending before the ending was kind of stupid. It kind of was. Kylo Ren and Rey are like lovers now. I'm like, what the fuck? So, I don't know. Yeah. That was. But stupid. um. Okay. So now we are on number. Okay, I just did my number seven. So that means you're number six then. My number six is Revenge of the Sith. Oh my God, guess what? 
Did we swipe right? We swiped right again. Oh my god. We can talk about it together. Yippee. Yay! <laughs> Hold on, let me Yay. close my door here. Yay for togetherness. Um anyways, let me start off by saying this. Let me start off by saying this. Revenge of the Sith is the best prequel out there. Revenge of the Sith is the best prequel of the prequel trilogy. Doesn't it have some bad parts? Sure. Doesn't have some okay parts? Yeah. Does it have some actually really good parts, like the ending of it? Yeah, it's pretty good. In my eyes, at least. Here, do you have more to say on this? Go ahead. You you start, and then I'll finish up. Well, here's the thing. I'll be honest. Out of the prequels, I think it's the best of the prequels. But to be honest... Compared to the other two, that's really not saying much. That's really not saying too much. Yeah, I mean... It's like going from bad to worse to tolerable. And, you know, I like how they they kind of go into a bit of the psychology of... of of Anakin into Darth Vader. Literally, you could watch episode three and not have to worry about one and two. Because, you know, he's trying to, you know, he's worried about when he gets that vision about his, about his, about his wife and son dying and he gets with, with Palpatine. Like, you yeah. understand why. Right. Yeah. And also, and also that fight scene with him and Obi-Wan is great. And then, of course, the ending. Oh, it's so, it's actually a really decent ending, to be honest with you. And remember, it has this one. No! <laughs> I forgot but, about like that. I said, I think, I think it's the best of the prequels. Oh, my God. Asm, that's, again, your opinion. I think it's best of the prequels. But again, not saying too much. That's yeah. really not saying too much. But like I said, um, don't think it's bad, but I, actually, I don't think it's awful. That's what I'll say. It's not bad. I mean, let's let's complete. Let's be completely honest. It, the ending is probably the best part of it. Yeah, because it's over. Because. <laughs> Stop it! No, like the no, the, no, that's pretty funny to be honest with you. I wish I saw it in theaters so I could laugh for that. No, <laughs> it's so stupid. But like overall, though, it's actually a decent film to be completely honest with you. I actually like it quite a bit. So, yeah, okay, you ready to move on to number five? Yeah, so we're entering the top five. It's the final. Uh, um, 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 Europe, don't kill us. <laughs> no, they're probably used to it by now. Yeah, it's one of the best memes out there. All right, you're number five, Bill. You're number five of the Star Wars films. My number five is Rogue One. I knew you were going to say that. Oh my God, is that your number five, too? Wait, actually, let me check. Hold on. Well, Bill, 
we swiped right again, didn't we? We swiped right. <laughs> okay, guys, this was not planned. Just for the completely record. Uh, oh my god. This was not planned. It just spontaneously came out that way. We listen, we're doing this live and kind of off the cuff in a sense. We're just ranking these on the tip of our tongue. But I'm still. Like, okay, guys. I just want to say when we do these rankings, take it with a grain of salt. Okay. Like I thought it was like I wasn't totally impressed by it, but yeah. I just thought it was a fun time. It was a great film, to be honest with you. Rogue One. I didn't think it was great, but I thought it was good. Yeah. Um I really did like the ending. Oh my god, and the ending was the best part, in my opinion. Yeah, when you see Darth Vader. And it's the opening of A New Hope. So Yeah, and and remember goes, it's hope. Uh, rebellions are built on hope. And and we're all and I remember me and Justin in the theater were like, A New Hope. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, but I really I liked it. Anything was the best, but I did enjoy this movie. I liked it quite a bit. It was actually and, a lot of fun. And at the end, you see Darth Vader as a freaking sociopath, not just, you know. Oh, no. We saw Vader also in the movie as well, which is actually really good. So he was, he was actually really great in the movie. There was a couple of, not fight scenes, but like he was in it. It was great. I, I, when I first announced it, I was like, really? And then I saw it, I was like, that makes sense. <laughs> so let's keep going. So our, our number five is Rogue One. We're in the top five, everyone. So Rogue One is our top, is in number five, because we both swiped right on that one. <laughs> Thanks, Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's your number four? Oh, man. No, no, no. Uh, Bill, did we swipe right or no? No, we swiped left this time. Ah, damn it, so close. JT, maybe it's best we see other people. I yeah, I'm working really hard over here, Bill. <laughs> JT, I think it's best we see other people. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, that breaking up is hard to do. <laughs> sorry, anyways. But <laughs> know that it's true. All right, Star Wars The Force Awakens is my number four film. I actually really had a fun time in the theater. It really? Was, I, to be honest, I, I, that's why I put it as high as I did. I loved it. I really did. I, I loved this movie. It was just so fun. And it was so like, it was, uh, yes, was it, a, was it an episode seven, episode four reboot in a sense? Kind of, not really though. I didn't really look at it as like I looked at it as a brand new Star Wars film, and I really accepted it for what it was. And I liked it quite a bit, and it made over two billion dollars. Just two saying. billion? Yeah, look on a budget of three million. Wow! Look at that. It's one of the highest grossing films of all time. Thanks, Disney. Ah, <laughs> uh, Disney. <laughs> Come at me. <laughs> um, no, they they announced it, and they. I liked it quite a bit. I had a lot of fun with it. And that's why I rank it so high. And subliminally, I have to talk about this. J.J. Abrams got picked to direct Star Wars Episode Seven strictly because of Star Trek. Let me explain right now. You can watch the 2009... I know this is a Star Wars video, but 
just hear me out. You can watch the 2009 Star Trek film, and literally it's Star Wars A New Hope. Captain Kirk is Luke Skywalker. He gets recruited by an Obi-Wan Kenobi type figure, Captain Pike of the USS Enterprise. The film starts off with a battle in space between the US, the, his Kirk's father ship and the Romulan spaceship. Literally, it is he, uh, the fact that he made Star Wars is because he made Star Wars into Star Trek. It's that simple and that so yeah and the, what, what how ironic is that because on a quick side note star wars in 1977 was released and what prompted star trek the motion picture now in today's context star trek 2009 prompted star wars to happen again illuminati confirmed like come on am i wrong no you're not wrong Exactly. Like it's just a, it, that is a, such a true point, and I really do like. I really do think that that's a very accurate thing to say. To be completely honest, I really think that that's a very true thing to say. That J.J. Abrams got hired to direct Star Wars, Episode Seven, because he literally made two Star Wars movies called Star Trek and Star Trek Into Darkness. That's literally what he did. It's all right. I'll make Star Wars. Boom, Bill. We swiped left. What's your number four? My number four is, I'm probably going to get hated for this one. My number four is Return of the Jedi. Wow. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not giving you hate, but I'm like, okay. It's just that I think it was an okay way to end the original trilogy. I thought it was but, great. But just to, but just coming off the, you know, previous film, which I'll talk about later, I just didn't think it was the right, I just... Thing it was kind of weaker as especially i do like the fact that um okay i think the ewoks are kind of cute i'll be honest they can be yeah. annoying but they're kind of cute they got they're even they're even their own spinoff <laughs> that's right like the ewoks got a spinoff you see what's wrong with our world <laughs> god like ewoks damn ewoks i love jabba the hut though jabba jabba but and also the when Darth Vader saves Luke from the Emperor. That's a pretty that was a really good moment in all the Star Wars films. Yeah, and um and yeah, for spoilers for all two of you who have who haven't seen it. <laughs> but I think it was I think it was the right way to end the trilogy to end the original trilogy. It was. It really but was. I just think of the original trilogy. Eh, I thought it was kind of the weakest. I mean, because you just had like a pre a really dark film in the previous one, and then you're just with the Empire Strikes Back. But yeah, yeah. So, so that I mean, is. I mean, Return of the Jedi for me is like. I'll, I'll, I'll get to it in a second, but like. Yeah, actually, just finish up. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I think that's pretty much. I think it's um, I think it's a good film, but so I think your... out of the three, it's sort of the weakest. Okay, so that's your number four. You said. Yeah. So what's your number so what's... four? No, no, my number four was a new uh, was the Force Awakens. Okay, so what's your number three? <laughs> You're like what? <laughs> We almost swiped right this time, JG. We just missed it, you know. Missed it by that much. So here's the deal. 
the Ewoks are not just teddy bears, but they are pretty cool. Um, so here's the dealio home slice about the Ewoks. The Ewoks are not just. We have a chat board member, Bill. You want to get that really quick? Oh, yes. Joining us right now is my really good friend, Mr. Micah Dicker. Micah, what is going on, buddy? Welcome, hey, welcome, welcome. So glad you could join us. We're almost done, but that's okay. <laughs> hey, guys, we have a, we have a challenge for you. Oh, We're boy. giving you a short time to do it, but we're going to have a challenge for you. Rank us your Star Wars movies. If you haven't seen all of them, it's no big deal. Hit Just that tell chat us board. which ones you've seen and which ones you like the best. We're a judgment-free zone. Yeah, we like Planet Fitness. So, yeah. Anyway, Micah, welcome, buddy. Consider subscribing, too. Um, yeah, feel free to subscribe, my friend. We do this every week. But, um... Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, everyone, just tell us your favorites. Rank them if you want. So, Return of the Jedi for me, as I was trying to get to it, uh, I thought it wrapped up. The original trilogy is one of my favorite trilogies of all time. It is it my favorite? It, you got to ask me on the right day. But, honestly, Return of the Jedi for me was a great ending to a great series of films. Because, like, let's face it, it went from a... I'll get to it when I get to it, but... It went from Star Wars 77 to Empire Strikes Back. So lighthearted, really dark, gritty, like, you know, Empire Strikes Back was one of the best sequels ever made. The good guys lose. All that Darth Vader, I am your father. Uh, whole thing. Big, big reveal. Forever in film history. Return of the Jedi is kind of like, some people don't like it because of the Ewoks. Mind you, the Ewoks, George Lucas put them in there to show nature versus technology. I know we're like, we're nerding out tonight. But like nature versus technology, as far as the Ewoks go, because the Ewoks are little killing machines. People forget that these things are killing machines and they want to kill anything that goes near them. Yeah, they're cute, but they're also deadly. Just putting it out there. So anyways, my number three of the Star Wars saga is Return of the Jedi. And I just recently watched it when I was on TV recently. So great. I, I for, it reminded me of the greatness of what Star Wars is. So, Bill, my number three is Return of the Jedi. What's your number three? My number three is The Force Awakens. Really? So we we almost swiped right. <laughs> yeah, it didn't work out this time, JT. Sorry. I wonder if we're going to swipe right for the rest of the show. <laughs> yeah. I wonder, folks, we're going to swipe left or swipe right. You'll, you'll see. Check the episode right or left. Go. Um, right. Bill, tell us why. Okay. I really, I remember seeing this movie in theaters when it came out. And I remember people were so hyped to watch it. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this is going to be like another Phantom Menace when people were so hyped and then we got the Phantom Menace. Yeah. And then, um, because I'm thinking, you know, I just realized that actually no, it was a few years because I thought there was the same amount of time from between between Return of the Jedi and Phantom Menace as there was between Revenge of the Sith and Force Awakens, but that's actually not wrong. That's actually wrong. But I remember, like every time there was a, a throwback to the original to the original trilogy, lightsaber. Oh my god! 
Three, go home. R2D, uh, CP3O. I, I, that was like the most obnoxious but really touching thing about that film. <laughs> when Han dies, spoilers. Everyone's like, no! They're grown men crying. Like, no! I got to tell you, a friend of mine, it's actually a friend of mine, Matt, and Micah's, who is a big Star Wars fan, when Force Awakens comes out, the one thing that he pissed that pissed him off when he comes back, and General Leia hugs Ray instead of Chewie. Which I gotta admit, we like this guy's a great guy, but that is like the biggest nitpicky thing ever. I agree. That is like the biggest nitpicky thing ever. Going, he should have hugged. She hugged Ray. She should have hugged Chewie. And I'm like, you're critiquing that part. <laughs> What was that? He's like, you're critiquing that part. <laughs> and she goes, Chewie and um and Han have been on so many adventures together now. And she hugs Ray, who's been in the movie, who's been on the scene for like 10 minutes. And I'm like, calm down, buddy. It's just a movie. It's just a movie. It's not like it's gonna, you know, come at you. <laughs> yeah, he um he takes it very seriously. I also liked um also liked Ray. I think she is she's a good um whatchamacallit um for female empowerment. I thought yeah. that she was pretty cool. Um also BB8 is so adorable. Oh yeah, he's great. Um and also I really like Kylo Ren. Oh, cool. like <laughs> when, um, she learns how to pl- to use the force, you will uh-huh. open the door and loosen the restraints. I don't, I'll close the door and I'll tighten the restraints. You will open you will open the door and you will loosen the restraints. I will open the door and I will loosen the restraints. Oh my god, that's right. I you will leave your gun back here. I will leave my gun back here. It's kind of a throwback to yeah, so I thought it was just so everybody was so everybody was so just excited. Yeah. Everybody was just so excited when it came back. So is a great. It was I thought it was a great. Just chiming into what you're saying, I thought it was a great reintroduction to these characters. Yeah, but you know who didn't like this? George Lucas. Oh yeah, he was like they ruined everything. (laughs) You signed over the rights, pal. What did you expect? We made four point four billion dollars from Star Wars alone, let alone the other billion of dollars. Let alone you only, uh, you only have $8 billion left because of Pixar and the Muppets, so. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what's your number two? You ready? Ready. And then check the chat board after I'm done talking about this, okay? In ready. between years of mine. Leaving a clear, obvious choice of what number one is for me. But The Empire Strikes Back is my second favorite Star Wars film by far. I still think it's one of the greatest sequels ever made. I still think it is one of the greatest reveals in any movie ever with I Am Your Father. I think that there's so much that they did here. I think about and I'll get to more. It's obvious what my number one is at this point. But like, when I get to it, I'll explain why it has. This movie was such a dramatic change from a lighthearted action adventure sci-fi western film to 
okay, you're invested in these characters, and the good guys lose. The good guys are destroyed. The good guys are obliviated in this movie, including Luke with the Force, Han and Leia with the Resistance. Like the whole thing about it is nuts. And the fact that it is regarded as one of the best sequels of all time, which I do agree with it, to be honest with you, it was nuts. And plug for you who plug for the people who don't know about this. There's a video online. I do recommend watching it. It's about the. It's about the. Uh, it's a what do you call it? It's a f- footage from 1980 in the cinema, an audience reaction to Luke being Darth Vader's son, and it's pretty funny actually. And they're like, and like, how, how do you carry a camera on this big in like 1980 into a movie theater? I have no idea, but it went out there viral at like 40 years later on YouTube. It's hysterical, but look it up. It's hysterical. That you know, it's like leading up to this movie, no one knew who Darth Vader was. They're like, "Oh, this Darth Vader guy, whatever." They're gonna make a sequel, and they're marketing him in the trailers, like, "Oh, like you know, he's gonna be this great big villain." Then they kept, but the biggest secret they kept was that he is Luke Luke Skywalker's father. It was the biggest hidden secret, I think, of any film ever. Yeah. Um, and it forever holds a special place in my heart. It's like Yoda shows up for the first time ever. It's great. Um. Anyways, I digress. Bill, did we swipe right? Yes or no? We swiped left. Ah, damn it! <laughs> Sorry, JT. I think it's best we see other people. Um, I'm going to have to go get my Giacomo's gift card somewhere else. <laughs> what was that? I'm going to get my pizza gift card to someone else. <laughs> I'm sorry, JT. Oh, hold on. I, technical difficulties, folks. Give me one second. Oh, my God. <laughs> My number two is A New Hope. Oh, my swipe left. But, okay, and I think it's pretty obvious at this point what number one's going to be. But I think A New Hope is the the one that started it all. I think it's yeah. something that really started it all. And I just really like the beginning of everything. It, I think it just lays the story down perfectly. Yeah. And you know yeah. what? It's just at the beginning, you know, I'll save this more for what number one's going to be. But, you know, at first it's just a simple story of good and evil. But then I'll get, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But. And you just, you know, meeting the characters for the first time. Mm-hmm. You got, yeah. you know, but, you know, it's kind of kind of been done to death. You know, you have the um, you have the farm boy who wants to get off the farm and do, you know. He wants to go out and do more. And adventure more and get off to fight the Empire. Especially John yeah. Williams, John Williams, do the the Imperial Sunset. Oh my God! I just yeah, and just like the opening of the film when you hear the dun 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 iconic. It is it is just a cultural phenomenon on this film. Okay, so this is my number two. I'm guessing this is your number one, huh? Well, why don't you just go to your number one, and then I'll go to my number one. Okay, my number one is The Empire Strikes Back. 
I knew it. Because you know what it is? It's like, um, it's darker than the first one because the first one was just simply a battle between good and evil. And this one is more complex. Yep. Especially with the big reveal that JT just talked about. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. The, you killed my father! No. I am your father. No! It's impossible! Search your feelings. You know it to be true. Search your feelings. It is true. Join me, and we will defeat the Emperor and rule the galaxy as father and son. James, James Earl Jones, if you're listening, sorry I butch butchered that. Um, I don't really have that great of a range, but anyway, um, but you, but you know what? I think what is so good is like, like what you said. The bad guys win. And I think that's kind of a unique way to go. And I think the thing is, also with Yoda for the first time, it has one of my favorite quotes ever. Yep. And that is, okay, I'll give it a try. No, do or do not. There is no try. And I remember, actually, fun story. Um, When I was a freshman in college... My very first class on my very first day, we're talking about a million years ago here, folks. <laughs> um, my professor at my History 104 class, he put on the syllabus, do or do not, there is no try. And he put dash Yoda. Oh, my God. I'm like, yes. But... um. Yeah, and what's it. so good is, um, you know, this is probably one of the best sequels ever. And, you know, I put it up there with Godfather 2 and Terminator 2 and, of course, The Dark Knight. Um, but I think the thing is, I think Doug Walker explained it best, is that he said, because while Godfather 2 is an amazing sequel, that was mainly targeted towards adults while this was targeted to both adults and kids. Yeah, it's true. And, you know, and I think it was just how the first one was just the good and evil dichotomy. This one was more deeper and more complex. Yeah, it really took off. I mean, it really showed how Star Wars could become this extra thing, you know? Exactly. So. All right, JT, we know what the number one's going to be. Yes, we know what the number one Star Wars film is. Respectively, it's the first one. This is my favorite. This is my favorite Star Wars movie. Now, some of you at home will be like, what the hell are you talking about making this? Well, clearly, The Force Awakens is better. Well, clearly, Episode One is better. Literally, listen. This is the only Star Wars film that could be a standalone movie. Fight me. Think about it. This is the only Star Wars movie that could at all be, if you, if you didn't even know Star Wars existed and you could watch this, you could be satisfied watching the whole thing. Because it has a beginning, it has a middle, and it has an end. And they built off it with the Empire Strikes Back. But if you watch this movie as a standalone film, it really does hold up. It is one of the, considered to be one of the greatest films of all time. 
with Darth Vader and Luke, Leia, Han, Chewie, you know, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, how could we forget him? You know, he's one of the most iconic characters. Of, and then the, another iconic line, the Force will be with you. Always. Come on. Who, like, this movie on its own, to me, is unbelievable. And on its own, I think it's the only Star Wars movie that really holds up as a so standalone film. Rogue One ties into episode four. Uh, uh, episode seven is right off Return of the Six. This is the only one that is a standalone movie. And George Lucas thought it would be a bomb. He thought it would be awful. Turns out it was just made into like one of the best science fiction films of all time. Plus, it was he, he, a lot. I know I talked about Star Trek before. The Star Trek original series was a big influence on this movie. Actually, that's a true story. Star Trek came first. Star Wars is what, what became, a, became, became, became a behemoth franchise. But it started with this movie. And this movie is brilliant. It stands the test of time. It always will. Despite what, how, no matter how much Disney can have all the money in the world, and the, 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 the level of quality that this film has is priceless. Absolutely. To me. And it, it's one of, it, it was even nominated for Best Picture when it came out. It was. It was. People, people forget it was nominated for Best Picture. Empire Strikes Back didn't, didn't come close. Return of the Jedi didn't come close. Like, this one really has stood the test of time. It has timeless characters, a timeless plot, a timeless story about space. John Williams' score is one of the best scores ever in film history. And whenever people think of John Williams, they think of Star Wars. Whenever they think of Mark Hamill or Harrison Ford, they got their start with Star Wars. Carrie Fisher, same thing. And one, one quick thing before we wrap up today or tonight. the When this movie first came out, in theaters, they only had one recognizable cast member. I don't, know if Bill, I don't know if you know this, but the only recognizable cast member they had was Alec Guinness as Obi Wan Kenobi. Really? Because think about it, Mark Hamill in 1977, he's a nobody. The whole cast were nobodies. Harrison Ford got his career from Star Wars, and also Han Solo. I think was originally supposed to be played by I think Al Pacino. Literally, you know how many actors auditioned for him? Sylvester Stallone auditioned for him. Because Rocky was the year before. He's like, yeah, go, let me go give this a shot. Y'all, come on. Like, he was like, no, I'm not going to do it. But like, they cast a ton of unknowns and one full-on actor, and they made it into something that's magical to a lot of people. So that's why, for me, Star Wars... And look, I don't call it Star Wars A New Hope or Episode Four. I call it what it is and what it forever will be to me is Star Wars. The, and I'm not saying the first one is the, the – I'm saying this movie, Star Wars, is the best Star Wars film in my eyes because it's a standalone film. It's the one that started it all. Without it, we would not have so many iconic film, film franchises such as other – like Indiana Jones or whatever. Like I think Star, the Star Wars films in general just started off the franchise, if that makes sense. It, it, it technically did. I mean, Jaws was like the first blockbuster, but Star Wars blew that out of the water. And in fact, I said this before, Star Trek, the motion picture, was a direct result of Star Wars. 
They said, well, why is the Enterprise there fighting was anymore? no Star War, Star Trek, there would be no Star Wars in a way. Yeah, and it's funny. Without, without Star Trek, there'd be no Star Wars. And without Star Wars, there'd be no Star Trek movies, which is kind of weird. But anyways, I digress. Okay. Um, Star Wars is my number one film. But yeah, we kept an eye on the chat board to see how people are ranking the films. Yeah, and here's what we got from Asm of Earth. Woo! We, his worst is Attack of the Clones. Yeah. His best, it, his next one is Episode 8. Um, Last oh, Jedi, Rise of Skywalker, Phantom Menace, Force Awakens, Solo, the first Star Wars, um, Revenge of the Sith, um, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and Rogue One. Rogue One is his number one. Yeah, Micah Dicker is Micah. What do you got? Micah's got. Phantom Menace, um, Rise of Skywalker, Force Awakens, Attack of the Clones, um, The Last Jedi, Empire Strikes Back, New Hope, Return of the Jedi, and I think Revenge of the Sith, but yeah. This is his best one. Yeah. Hey, you're entitled to your opinion. And Matt says his favorite one is Revenge of the Sith. Well, I think we did a good job. Well, the people have spoken. Um, yeah, I and well, I guess that's our. Um, have you ever seen the Family Guy parodies of Star Wars? Let's not get into it. <laughs> it's absolutely hilarious. I love it. I know it's funny, but like, come on. What you think it's insulting? It's not insulting. I have, I have no opinion of it because I don't watch Family Guy, but that's okay. I'm I'm Han Solo, Captain of the Millennium Falcon, and the only voice actor who's and the only actor whose career wasn't destroyed by this movie. Oh my god! And my bad. And that and and I've said this before. That is why Mark Hamill will never come. Will never do a guest voice spot on Family Guy. I don't blame him because he was so insulted by that joke. I'm sure he was. Mark, it's a joke. Seth MacFarlane pokes fun at everyone. But okay, well, I think that's it. What do you think? I think we're... I think we're good for tonight. I want to thank everyone so much for watching our live stream tonight, helping us rank the Star Wars films um, for this. Uh, rank all of them. I didn't see Solo. I can't comment, so I ranked it the best that I could. Um, you, you, you all know how Bill ranked his. Bill, thank you so much for joining us and having a, ha joining us to rank the Star Wars films, my friend. Thank you so much. Hey, no problem. It's all, it's a pleasure. And you know what? I just want to say, Chatboard, you guys have been absolutely fantastic lately. You guys really have been. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Chiefs. I love the interaction. You guys are doing awesome. Keep up the good work. Yes, yes. Chatboard, you guys are doing such an amazing job tonight, and especially not just tonight, but the other nights as well. You guys are amazing. I want to thank you guys so much for joining us tonight for our Star Wars ranking of the Star Wars movie commentary. Star Wars movies. I can't talk anymore. My voice hurts. Um, next week, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll see what we do on Twitter. We'll post something on Twitter to see what we're going to do next, and we'll go from there. I want to thank you so much, Bill. Bill, thank you so much for joining us. Always a pleasure. And, uh, Good night, folks, and let the force be with you. Everyone. May the force be 